All right, so let's talk diversification. Um, diversification is essentially the, the separation or the diversity of assets you can hold to reduce your risk in a portfolio. Now, diversification ideally is where you have assets that are per, like negatively correlated against each other, essentially on a one-to-one -one ratio. So a good example of this um, is something that operates when one thing's performing, the other thing's not. But in an ideal world, your negatively correlated asset would still have the opportunity to perform um, in the opposing market at some standard to ensure that you keep growing on a positive scale. So perfect example of this is sunscreen and umbrella at the beach. Yeah, If you're a shopkeeper at the beach and you want to sell two diverse, perfectly diversified uh, stock, it'd be sunscreen and umbrella. The sunscreen during sunny days obviously be the primary purchase, right? People come in, buy their sunscreen. Now you would still get um, every now and then an umbrella sale for someone else to sit on the umbrella, but it's not going to be popular, but it's still going to tick over some dollars. Then when it, if it started raining, right, the polar opposite of being sunny, but it started raining, um, people would stop buying as much sunscreen. Some people might still buy it to protect their skin from the glare, but they buy more umbrellas, right? So what you have is you have this up and down motion, right? When one thing performs well, the other thing backs it up. Uh, the other thing doesn't, but then when they when the market switches, you've got something back up there to continue performance. And this reduces volatility and allows your line, your average movement line of your of your portfolio to move a lot steadier. Now, what you gotta understand with diversification is you're not going to year on year shoot out the, the lights, right? You're not gonna be the top performer year on year. It's not gonna happen because you are holding you are holding hedge you're hedging or holding stocks that essentially um, aren't going to perform in every market, but you're going to hold some that you know the opposite of that. You know? Some that perform in X market, some perform in Y market, some perform in Z market, etc., etc. And you get this you know this average growth moving that you can actually bank on. Now it's not very sexy; it doesn't sound very cool, right? But the oppo the opposite to this is trying to shoot the lights out and having your eggs in one basket and just solely focusing on one asset class. Now you focus on one asset class. Um, you know, you might have a great year, you know, you might do 50% one year, 100% one year, but then you also might do negative 50, negative 100% the year after. And the problem with not diversifying is one bad year can wash away all the good years returns. It can, right? One bad year can wash away all the good years returns, which essentially means that, you know, all your hard work up to that point, you, you're back to square one, you would have been better being diversified in the, in the first place. So what you want to do is you want to really make sure that, you know, you don't have all your eggs in one basket, okay? Because we're not, everyone talks about returns and no one talks about, unless you're a professional, no one talks about risk-adjusted returns. And that's what's more important. Your year-on-year -year return is irrelevant if you're not taking the risk into account, okay? So we want to have the best risk-adjusted returns possible, meaning that we're taking the lowest risk we need and getting the biggest return for that level of risk. If you're taking a 10 out of 10 risk and you're getting an 8 out of 10 return, even if that return looks good on paper as a number, that's shit. Because you're taking more risk than what your reward is. right? So you've got you to look out for that. And that's what diversification is all about. It's about ensuring you get the best risk-adjusted returns possible. Now, what we've got to think about here is, you know, we always, Australians especially, we have this saying, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And you hear it all the time with so many different things. But then we tend to forget about it when we talk about assets and, and money, which is fucking crazy because it's the one place that it really should be looked at the most. And there are some fuckwits out there that will say, you know, if you do one thing well enough, you don't need to diversify. 
That's all well and good, but I've never seen someone who does one thing well enough to get ahead of someone who diversifies. And that's straight up, right? I see them maybe have a lucky shot. You know, they might get somewhere, get there's there's 1% of people that'll hit big on a gamble, right? But they won't be able to replicate that. Most people, most people who you see doing really well, who did hit it big on a gamble, they diversify after that. They realize they hit a gamble and they then diversify to maintain and, and hold on to that wealth that they got from the gamble. There's no one out there gambling back to back and ensuring that they, they continue to go. Now, you might say, well, you might pop up with like Dan Bilzerian or something like that, right? No, they diversify. These people who might have gotten big off one thing, so let's say let's say it was punting. Let's say, just say crypto, right? The big thing at the moment. They went all in on crypto and they got big. They'll then use that money to start a business, right? Start a business. They'll go into a different investment. They'll start diversifying. It might also be into riskier asset classes, but they're still diversifying away. Anyone who's gone into crypto, just crypto, gone, gone big and then just stuck in that and gone all in, all in, all in and haven't taken profits, they'll go broke. Right, and it's not because it's crypto. It's because if you do it on any asset class, that's going to happen. Okay, that's why diversification is key. I want you to think about it like this, right? I want you to think about it like this. If if you were let's let's say combat sports, if you want to be the best boxer in the world, what do you do? You box. Yeah, you box. You want to be the best Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu wrestling or roller in the world? You do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You spend all your time on it. You don't do anything else. Right? Same as boxing. But if you want to be the best fighter in the world, what do you do? Best fighter. You do mixed martial arts, right? You've got to do a bit of everything. If you could be the best boxer in the world, you get in the ring with a wrestler, you're fucked. Right? You'd be the best Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu artist in the world, you get in the ring with a great striker and you're knocked out. Right? You've got, and that's what we see in MMA. We see this diversification of, of sports. So if we think about that with your money, now, do you want to be asset rich? If you just want to be asset rich and look cool for the gram and be able to tell your friends that you own multiple properties and you're rich on paper, go and buy property. Right? Just buy property. You'll be asset rich. Just keep buying property. That's what you'll be asset rich, but you may struggle to, to earn a dollar down the track. You have to start selling shit, right? So you can be asset rich. That's fine. If you want to be retired as early as possible and stop trading your time for income, Go and start and scale a business, right? That's what you'll do. Start and scale a business. If you want to have a good income, um, a good passive income, and you know a good liquid portfolio, go and just put your money into stocks. Yeah, that's it, right? That, that, that's it. That, that that's what it's the same thing. But if you want to be wealthy and have a balance across all and be able to do a bit of everything, diversify. Have property. Have stocks. Have business, have it all. That's the mixed martial arts of money, right? He's diversifying it. He's having a little bit of everything. And that's what you should be focusing on. You shouldn't be focusing on just being asset rich, just having the income, just having a business, right? You gotta do a bit of everything. Any asset that you, any, any, whatever journey you're on, whatever journey of asset class you're on, you need to follow the five-step principle. And we generally do this with businesses, but this is for any asset. You wanna create it? Yeah, so create the portfolio. Then you want to manage the portfolio to make sure it's doing as well as it can, right? And you're, you know, it's risk versus return is really good, or the effort efficiency is up. Then you want to grow it. You want to grow it to the, you know, really focus on getting it to a nice momentum-driven point. You know, snowball the effect until it sort of takes care of itself. 
Once you're at that point, then you want to look to diversify. Move on to a different asset class. Move on to something else, right? Go and, go and replicate that in another area, okay? And then lastly, enjoy it, right? So we keep repeating that process. So you might go property, right? Create the portfolio of properties. You buy one property, manage it, pay that debt down, get it positively geared or get it to a point that you can leverage off it, whatever it is, right? Pay it down, manage it until it's self-sustaining. Then you want to grow it, right? Then you want to grow it. So then you might, um, you know, you might leverage that into another property or, or whatever, right? You might refinance it so you can use that cash somewhere else. But grow that, right? See some substantial growth. Keep paying that down that debt until it's in a, a positive position and it it, it looks like it's, it's good to go, right? Then on diversify, right? We'll move on to something else. Then we might start a business, right? Might start a business on the side. Same thing. Create the business. Manage the business so that it's efficient, it runs properly, then grow it to a point that's sustainable, and then we'll diversify. Then we might go into stocks, right? And then we'll start buying some stocks, same thing, then we'll repeat that process over and over again. Might go into crypto, right? Into NFTs, whatever we want to do, right? We might into other alternative stocks, art, cars, like historic cars. There's an array of options you can go into, but that's the process you've got to follow, all right? You've got to follow that. Create, manage, grow, diversify, enjoy repeat okay so that's what i want you guys to do and for us you know i've shared my portfolios a fair bit over the last month with you guys and that's how we run our portfolios we use a course satellite approach the core is the diversification okay the core is the broad diversification ensures that the majority of the portfolio is going to operate good moving forward long term then we have these little alpha satellites which we pick areas that we might be overexposed to so at the moment we're overexposed in tech Okay, really like the tech space at the moment, um, but we diversify within tech in subsectors, but generally tech's our, our overexposure at the moment. Um, and, and we pick those alphas so that, well, we actually think at the moment that this sector, this asset class or this sub subclass is going to outperform. So let's put a little bit extra money in there. It doesn't mean we just put all that money. We're still diversified with 60 to 70% of our portfolio over here, but we might put an extra 5, 10, 15, 20% into this sector here. Now, we might repeat that in a couple of sectors because more sectors than one go good at any given time, okay? And then we repeat that process. We review that every quarter and we make sure that we, or if market, something happens in the market, and we make sure we keep repeating that. So we diversify the majority of our portfolio, so it's always going to do well, and then we pick little pockets to chuck a little bit of money on. And our clients do that too. Our clients will have a portfolio that is relatively bland, okay? It's pretty diversified. It still performs really well. That diversified portfolio did 34% last year, right? But it's going to do relatively, it's just going to, it's going to hit their numbers long term. But then we'll let them put 10% into something they want. They might want to pick crypto. They might want to pick some mining stocks, whatever, right? And we'll let them do 10 to 20% in their own stuff. And then we pick some satellites as well. So diversification doesn't have to be boring, but it is really key to ensure you don't go broke and that you can achieve your goals long term. So keep that in mind. Uh, make sure you, if you've got any questions about diversification, please hit me up. Um, but it's very, very key that you are diversifying in some form or another. All right.